Welcome to Weird Sisters. I'm Al. And I'm Becca. This is a true crime podcast by two sisters. And while it is true crime, there will be humour and chat throughout it, and we will express our opinions. We'll do our best to be sensitive, given the material, and never intentionally be disrespectful or incorrect about facts. Hopefully you enjoy the episode. Hello. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whatever time you're listening to this. Oh, so it's like um, our Truman Show. Good yeah. morning, good afternoon, and, and good night. <laughs> um, welcome to the final instalment of Timothy Treadwell. Yay, with that. Yes, I I am really relieved. If I had set out to make this a three-parter, <laughs> like I would have been stressed, feeling like, oh my god. But it just naturally, organically became one because I had so much to say. Honestly, you guys, I cut out so much just to fit it into these three parts so like honestly you could have ended up with like a year of timothy treadwell so you know three parts not so bad i'm looking forward to as well being able to watch the grizzly man like documentary after this you need to um unfortunately it used to be on youtube i think yeah but it's not it's on amazon prime i know three Um, pounds to rent yeah so you can have my login details (laughs) to watch it because i bought it for this Ah, for the the episodes so (laughs) but yeah we are gonna carry on straight away because i i i know what happens and i'm like really like oh my god we need to to like we need to like finish this we and need... i think we ended it on such a cliffhanger last episode yeah so i i get it guys you want you just want to know what's going on you're like cut the shit get to <laughs> the grizzly talking. man so yeah they have we left them last time turning around in the airport i can't believe they turned yeah around. they were at the airport in alaska they were going to leave and be done for the season mm-hmm. and now they're on their way back to the grizzly maze so let's go so on the 29th of september the pair got another small plane to drop them back in katmai um at the place that timmy insisted on camping where there were now bears everywhere um Amy was less happy about this as you would expect yeah i can imagine yeah like some of the bears had gone to hibernate by now and why did they know that downy wasn't just hibernating well exactly but also like some bears that weren't familiar to timmy had started moving in from inland yeah so like there were bears they didn't know around now as well so again that's like an a dynamic that you can't interpret yeah effectively it does just seem odd to me that you wouldn't just think maybe he's hibernating if yeah the bears are starting was a she or she was hibernating (laughs) but yeah just surely that could have been the case it's almost like he'd had a bad time out there and he's desperately searching for yeah to end it on a good night like he can't bear going home with it not being Being a positive experience yeah Yeah. like again that kind of need for control almost yeah um which i can understand yeah like yeah if i there's something that should have been a positive that's a negative it's so hard to reconcile Mm -hmm. that yeah but yeah amy was not so happy with this but um there'd also been a turn in the weather that would mean more salmon running through okay so 
Timmy's mood had totally turned around. He was really happy again. So yeah, kind of. That. Yeah. It's now positive. Yep. On the 4th of October, they finally found Downy fishing. Oh. Yeah, like away from where the bears were fighting. So Sounds she'd... like Downy's got the right idea. Yep. Um, so yeah, they were like overjoyed. They were like, right, we can go home now. So Timmy radioed that day for oh, Willie God. Fulton to pick them up two days later on the morning of the 6th. And then the day before, so Sunday the 5th, uh, between like 11am and 12pm, Timmy rang Jewel to ask her to book them flights from Kodiak to LA. Oh my god. Yeah, and Amy's new job was going to start the following week, and that was where their new apartment was as well. So They're literally on their way out again. Yup. The rain had set in over the weekend, and the two bear lovers like just kind of had to retire to their tent for much of it. So they were literally just... Camping it out, out. camping it out, waiting it out, not doing anything. All they had to do now, yeah, was wait for Willie to collect them the next day. Oh, yeah. my God. But that would not happen. So, yeah. The next day. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. I know. So instead, Willie Fulton, who had transported Timmy and Amy enough to now regard them as friends... No, he would let them like stay at his house sometimes and things. Yeah. He flew to Katmai on the afternoon of the 6th. So they'd asked him to pick them up that morning. Yeah. But he was feeling kind of perturbed, a bit confused because Timmy hadn't radioed him that morning, which was his like MO on pickup day. Oh. He'd like give him like the weather conditions, things like that, and say like, we're ready. I know. Literally goosebumps. Yeah. Awful. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, he hadn't heard from him. So he set out a bit later um, and landed on the beach, well, in the water by the beach on Kaflia Lake, where yeah. the pair should have been waiting with their gear. But oh, they weren't. The ge- yeah, the, the beach was deserted when he landed. But up on the hill, there was a large Redford bear watching him, Ooh. which growled as he came ashore. That is horrifying yeah i just can't imagine a bear being there and bloody growling at yeah just and just being like "Eh, i'm just gonna wade ashore like people in alaska places like this they are built harder than other people (laughs) like but yeah um when geese hiss at us (laughs) no (laughs) my god (laughs) at least you're not scared of cows are you no okay um troy is kind of scared of cows yeah he's got something in common with mum yep (laughs) um so yeah willie began to make his way through the undergrowth to where timmy and amy's camp was is like expecting them to appear any minute i just can't believe that he's bloody unsure where all the bears are doing this yeah he'd seen bears like moving around on the hill and he thought that maybe they were just gonna pop up out of the brush and just be like oh you know the bears have taken over our campsite a bit we had to like get out of there yeah um, I guess, yeah. Willie was like moving through the alders and nearly at the campsite when he just got like an overwhelming feeling that something wasn't right. Oh, and that just god. gives me goosebumps. Yeah, shivers. Oh my god. And I guess yeah, when you live out somewhere like that, you 
learn to trust your gut everyone should trust their gut yeah. that's like my literal mantra for life trust that's so hard though because i have anxiety and it's like my gut is always telling me to like run abort that is true. <laughs> like my gut is like no to everything it's like shall i just go down to the shops and get some dinner no that is true <laughs> i've had to convince myself to do stuff like that and in my head it's just like but I need to listen to my gut. What if I get abducted? What mm. if I'm in a car crash and die? What if? Exactly, yeah. Oh my God. But yeah, he just... Trust your gut unless you have anxiety. Yeah. And then you have to muddle through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've got no ex- no advice for that, guys. We're barely hanging on. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, he just got this gut feeling that something was not right. He hadn't heard from Tim and Amy. He hadn't seen them. Like... So he turned around to go back to the plane. I'd have done it a lot sooner than that. And as he was turning around to go back, he heard the alders snapping. Holy shit! As a bear started charging towards him through the undergrowth. My God, I can't take this. I know. He had to run to the plane. How the fuck do you outrun a bear? Yeah, and the red bear that he had seen on the hill... Was chasing him. As he jumped onto the float of his plane <gasps> it skidded 10 feet oh, behind him fuck. at the edge of the water do you reckon that was demon it's no that, no it wasn't demon i would have called that bear demon <laughs> <laughs> yeah no yes. but like that just literally oh. turns my stomach like the idea of that no so that yeah second hand yep. anxiety mm-hmm. it was 10 feet away growling at him from the edge of the water and he had like escaped it by feet shit like he had had to flat out like run through the undergrowth to get back um so yeah uh he started the plane up as no shit and flew up over the area where the campsite should be and he saw fingers at the bear (laughs) and he saw the bear back up on the hill now and it was eating what he instantly recognized as a human ribcage well, that's just fucked. Yep. Like, I can't imagine just that drop in your stomach seeing something like that. No. Like, oh, and that, you know that your friends were camping there? Yeah. Well, you know yeah. who it is. Yeah. He flew, like, low over the bear, like, quite a few times to try and scare it away. Aww. Yeah. But every time he did it, it just started eating quicker. So just, like, trying to do the only thing he can. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, the bear just wouldn't budge it was brave that is one yeah as you say giving zero fucks back yeah um so he could also see a big mound of dirt that had been piled in front of the blue tent amy and timmy owned trying to so yeah yeah so that is a bear cache where they store food oh okay didn't know they did that I didn't know either till researching this. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's creepy. That is horrible. So, yeah, they will, like, dig their food into, like, a big mound of dirt to, like, keep it safe. And then they, like, sleep on top of it. Yeah. That is really morbid. Yep. (laughs) Um, I not realize bears without my car. No, I know. (laughs) Yeah, he radioed the park headquarters. And this was 3.20 p.m., and an hour later, backup arrived to conduct the search. I really hope that they had stuff with the oh, like, yeah. guns. And... The company went ashore armed with 12-gauge pump shotguns and had pistols. 
I'm still not sure I'd want to go up against a no. bear with that. Well, apparently close... Yeah, they're not much used long range, but close range, they blast like a fist-sized hole in something. Yeah, because long range, obviously shotguns, they scatter. Yeah. But still... I know, it seems... Knowing that they've seen um, body parts, it doesn't seem like enough. It's an American state, Alaska. Yeah. They can get machine guns. Give me a machine gun if I'm going <laughs> <laughs> up against some bears. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, Take yeah. a Tommy gun. <laughs> so they landed and started making their way up to the campsite. I'd be like literally shitting myself yeah. if I was the park ranger. Mm-hmm. And in the campsite, the bear was lying on top of its cache. Okay, um, because it's cash, not cash. Yeah. It got up and it began to approach the search party. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And their efforts to deter it, like you would a normal bear, by shouting, waving. Shooting past <laughs> yeah. it, I'm guessing. It did not work. And it began to zero in on a man named Alan Gilliland. I bet he proper crapped himself yeah you would think (laughs) the shotguns ended up having to be used as it ran towards him good but this is crazy three rounds were fired two shotgun blasts and a pistol shot and it didn't take and it did not stop oh again the three guns fired and the bed dropped and then got up and resumed its charge oh my god another three rounds and it was still coming it is a demon bat yep. and then a subsequent two more shotgun rounds before it was brought down four feet from one of the men that's yeah. like less than here to your fireplace yep. I would like literally have had a heart attack I cannot like how were they not just running I know that's not what you're meant to do with a bear but my survival instinct would just be get the fuck out the only chance you've got is to shoot that yeah bear. like and this bear was <laughs> I'll get to it now yeah um 11 bullets yeah and the gigantic bear was brought down it was about a thousand pounds in weight. So a ton. Yeah. A ton of bear barreling towards you. Like, but like literally, we just paced it out the four feet from where like L is sat on the sofa. And oh, oh my, my God. God. It's terrifying. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't want a dog trying <laughs> to attack me that no. close. Like, I cannot oh. imagine that like the terror i think i would probably have a heart attack and die i literally would i just i'd be just like no i'm i'm out yeah (laughs) and and sadly as timmy had always said he was never gonna let happen never wanted to happen at the edge of his own campsite a bear had been killed because of him to be fair and i don't mean this to sound callous but it sounds to me like that bear, whether Timmy was there or not, needed to get taken out. Mm. It's debatable. That is... I suppose at that point, once it's killed and eaten people, something kind of changes in an animal. I guess <laughs> um, the point I'm sort of that's in my head is whether Timmy had been there or not, whether he was doing all this stuff with the bears or not, that wasn't a bear that he'd been around that was completely out of the blue and unforeseen circumstances yeah. and I don't think it would have mattered who had been in that forest park at the time if that bear had come across anyone even if they were mm. taking all the precautions bear spray guns electric fences whatever I think from the sounds of it that bear would have 
it, yeah. like, gone after anyone. It's possible, definitely, yeah. No, it just sounds like a demon, demon bear. <laughs> Sadly, that is not the name that it got, because we do, or at least we are fairly sure we know which bear it was. I'm so. interested to know yeah. Um So, yeah, the bear, the crazy, gigantic, vicious Terrifying bear. Yeah. Bear. Has been brought down it's been killed and so the party entered the campsite properly and found you literally heard that as just like party party and i was just like <laughs> no. you probably would be having a bit of a party because it didn't eat you true oh but yeah they found that the two tents uh one for food and one for sleeping okay that they took. Yeah, I was just gonna ask how did they sleep in that yeah place? no, no that you're just sense. you're not supposed to store food by you yeah so so he was, Timmy was sensible with some things. Um, Though he didn't use all the bear books. True. That meant to no. But yeah, those had been crushed. Um, but gear was still inside the tents. They hadn't been ripped open. They'd just, like, bears had obviously trampled them. Yeah. Um, and, and obviously they hadn't, like, attacked them inside no, the tents then. No. And I just, again, find this kind of eerie. In one tent, the tent they slept in, a meal had been laid out and was uneaten. Oh, that always gives me the biggest bloody yep. creeps. Mm-hmm. It can I don't s- know why. I, I think know. it's because it is such a stark... Like, you can't help but ignore that they were people. They're expecting their lives to go on. They were planning yeah. imminently to be doing something. It's mm-hmm. just a, such a black and white contrast of that's yeah. their life ended. It was cut short yeah. abruptly and that they had like imminent plans in their head of I'm gonna sit down and do this and Yeah. Yeah. It consisted of some cheese and some cooked sausage, like inside a Ziploc bag. Sounds amazing. I know. You'd have been really <laughs> happy. Really <laughs> um but yeah, it hadn't been ripped open to get to that food. Well I'm uh, in the tent. Well they yeah, had. they don't need to. Yeah. Yeah. Bear-proof food containers were scattered, but still oh, closed. Bear-proof yeah, ones. so they I did. I take back my comment. Yeah, like so again, it's very the precautions that Timmy did or did not take were very up and down. He didn't. He wasn't consistent even in his disregard. I wonder <laughs> if he was more cautious this time because he'd seen how the bears maybe were being. and had Amy and yeah, yeah, possibly. Like if they're fighting over food, it's a bit more. Oh shit! Should probably. Yeah. Keep them in bear boxes. Mm. So, this is where it gets tough. Okay. Gilliland, the guy that had been the bear's intended target. Um, oh, yeah, God, the guy shit himself. Yeah. <laughs> he steeled himself and began to dig into the cache outside the blue Has tent. Has he not gone through enough? I know. Well, someone yeah. think of Gilliland. Yep. He was, well, someone think of the Gilliland. Um, he was using a stick, so he wasn't using his hands, but still. Digging with a stick's hard. Yeah, it is. Um, he very quickly unearthed a human arm. Oh. Yeah, so everybody's worst fears um, that Tim and Amy were gone were confirmed. They, um, not again, not meaning to sound callous, but could they not have given that task, delegated it to someone else, not the guy who almost ended up like yeah. that. I guess when your adrenaline's already high, <laughs> you might as well keep going. Yeah. 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 Shortly after this, a second bear appeared by Holy the camp. Holy shit. Yeah. 
How many bullets have they got that? <laughs> but this one did pass by fairly amiably. Oh. It responded to being kind of shooed away. So it does show that there was something fucked with that first bear. It definitely... Something made it behave in a way that was abnormal, yeah. Yeah. It's hyper-aggressive compared mm. to sort of the other bears around. Yeah. Like, the bears in general still weren't interested... Like, not weren't interested in people, but were like... Were they still were, affa- afraid yeah. of them. Yeah. Yeah, had that healthy fear of, we don't know what you are. Yeah. Um... <laughs> By now, that was the dog, not either one of us. By the way, <laughs> I know this case is bad, but we haven't thrown up yet. Um, <laughs> as yeah, it was getting late. It had already been sort of half four by the time they'd even have landed. Uh, so it's now getting le- dark. Yeah, it's yeah, darkness is starting to fall. Hello. So at the forefront of everyone's minds was the fear of bears like converging on the scene because of the scent of blood and. Yeah. God, seriously, my anxiety is so it, ramped up. Literally, it sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so recovery of the bodies was like their priority, and then they were just going to get out uh, for the night. I think this is the first case that you've sort of covered that is peaking my anxiety. Yeah. Just me placing myself in that situation. Mm-hmm. Just, oh, God. <laughs> oh. Um, the cache was dug through properly. And it divested only body parts belonging to Amy. There was no Timmy in there. What's... Like, um... Yeah, stupid question. <laughs> what does divested mean? I'm not an English <laughs> Kind of like, student. um, gave forth. Okay, Presented. Like, <laughs> yeah. Regurgitated. Um, yeah, so the cash was just Amy. Um... Okay. And I guess maybe being the smaller of the two, yeah. the one to save for later. Yeah, possibly, actually, yeah. Um, a perimeter search was also carried out, and, like, chunks of body were found. Timmy's. They Yeah, the chunks kind of, like, led oh, down wow. to where Timmy's body was. But he wasn't really identifiable oh. at this point. Yeah. The body parts of Timmy and Amy were collected up alongside their belongings and loaded onto the planes. Another bear came along at this point, intently focused on what the men were doing. And it did not want to leave when they tried to shoo it away. It eventually rushed several rangers. Oh, God. Yeah. But this one was brought down swiftly with two shots. Yeah, so less tightened than the other one. Yeah, it was definitely smaller. Um, But then they had to shoot it again in the head to kill it, which is really sad. That thing, it's such a tragedy for bears and humans in Mm. this case. It's just like a smorgasbord of misery. Apart from the demon bear. Don't feel sorry for the demon bear. Yeah, the poor bear. Demon bear scares the shit out of (laughs) me. Well, yeah. Um, Dark was like properly falling though now yeah so they they had to leave um a radio message was sent through to headquarters which read we have a bear mauling to report we have located two victims both dead and deb liggett was at the headquarters and heard this come through oh gosh she she knew yeah she was initially relieved at it being two people like not Obviously properly, but, like, relieved it wasn't Timmy in her mind. She thought it couldn't be Timmy because she hadn't been aware of Amy's presence on the trip. Oh. Yeah. But 
eventually, obviously, they did realise that Timmy was dead and he had also, even worse, got somebody else killed with him. I think that's a bit harsh to say, but... I don't know. I kind of get it. It's like... Yeah, but she chose to go with him. She did, but would she have been there if it wasn't for him? He turned around at the airport. He... He... But she still followed him. She was at the Mm. airport too. She could have gone home. I don't know. I just feel... I don't believe that I she don't was... I want to take that agency <clears throat> no. away from her. Like, no, but I think the self-destructive path that Timmy was on kind of sucked her into it. it. Yeah. I don't think she would have ended like this if it hadn't been for Timmy. No. <laughs> yeah. But I... It's, it's not... It's, it's not, not like, like it's his fault, no... per yeah. se. I think that's what I'm getting no. at. Yeah her sort of relationship with him and everything led her to the end as well but it's not it's just that sort of double tragedy of it's not just that he's out there and got killed it's yeah that actually he wasn't alone this time either um but yeah so obviously just grief like ripped through everyone who knew them yeah or had known them uh rangers were able to return to the campsite on the 8th. So weather had prevented them going back um, the day before. So this is now... A couple of days later. Yeah, two days on. And they found that the second smaller bear had been devoured by other bears. So there was nothing left of that one. Yeah, but the large red bear was still intact. That's odd. mm, They think that points to maybe a hierarchy and it being a very dominant bear. Yeah. So... But still, once it's dead, mm. and they're all hungry. Yeah, I know. I, I find they just knew it was a demon. <laughs> Possessed. Exactly, like in, they um, did not want to eat that. Like in the Torak books. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chronicles of Ancient Darkness. Yeah. Well worth a read. Reading them to the kids at the moment. Are you? Yes. Oh, they're so good. Finally got them into it. I still enjoy reading them now. And they still give me, like, chills with that demon bear. Oh, yeah. I literally, you know the end of that book? Mm-hmm. I was actually crying when I read that to the girls. Oh. Like, oh literally had me in floods of tears. Yep. But yeah. But yes, I think that they could tell it was a possessive. <laughs> Maybe you and have a red color. Yeah, you have an alternative theory to put forward <laughs> yeah. to the rangers. Yeah. <laughs> have um, you ever considered that the bear was a demon? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess the Torek books were set around like Alaska as well, yeah. weren't they? Um, no, because they were set places where they got loads of snow and forests and stuff, weren't they? Yeah, they're more set. Is it more North America still? Wait, is I'm gonna sound so dumb. Is Alaska North America? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Um, it does tell you where they're set. Mm. I think it may be set like Finland and Europe and stuff oh, like really? that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, is it Europe? I thought it was yeah. America for some reason. No, it's oh. the European countries. Ah, which is why you've got like cool. all the clans, and you can go. They can go north, and they can go to the island clans. Oh, and like that, that makes like, sense. Yeah, oh. Norway, Finland, yeah, and then like the Black Forest and stuff oh, like cool. that. Oh, cool. I know, I want to read them again They're now. Really good. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Regardless of whether it was inherently evil or not, the uh, the red bear was still there. Uh, so a they had a biologist with them now, Larry Van Dale. Okay. And he perfor- performed a necropsy, which is like an animal autopsy. I would have just thought they'd have called them an autopsy. Same. Yeah. 
So I don't know whether necropsy it's... makes it sound like necromancy. Yeah, like... or that it's like got necrotic or something. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know whether it's specific to it being performed in the field. Or, or the no. fact that it is to do with necromancy and because it, <laughs> it is a demon bear. Yeah, they were like, oh, stand back. We know what we need for this. <laughs> exactly. We Get need, out the cauldron. and the, We like... need the necromancer to perform a necropsy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But yeah, they uh, dissected the bear and in the bear's stomach and intestines were copious amounts of human remains. Oh. Alongside, like, clothing as well. Yeah, it didn't... Un- yeah. Mm. There was a t-shirt in its stomach. Um... I find this just really, all in all, two whole bin bags of remains were recovered from the bear. That's a lot. Oh, yeah. It is a lot. It had, like, gorged itself. I don't think I would fit in two bin bags if I was chewed up. I guess, I suppose they can't fill them up, like, full full. Because it's body parts instead of, like, recycling or something. Yeah. It's, like, it's heavier than... Yeah. Yeah. But still, like, two bin bags. They were somehow sent to be autopsied. It just baffles me. Yeah. I don't know where you'd start. Like, being an autopsy technician and just opening up that like they sent the remains in like this metal kind of container just opening that up and being like i i've got just like bits and not even whole bits like chewed up digested bits yeah yeah no um the body parts of timmy that were recovered were his head which had suffered like extreme trauma as in from the bear's stomach no or outside of the when he had been attacked by the bear we are pretty certain it had his head in its mouth oh yeah but when they say had been recovered did they recover it from inside the bear or was it when the ones found no his head was found outside as far as i'm aware i don't think it had like eaten the whole skull um but yeah his head was recovered uh his arms disconnected from the body but like they had been tangled together in his t-shirt so that had kept them together that is just horrific yeah so he had been like ripped apart this somehow makes it worse that the arms were tangled together somehow Mm Mm-hmm. yeah i can't like i don't ever want to know and i can't ever imagine what that scene looked like i fuck um yeah, the right arm had some neck and back attached oh. to it, and on the right wrist he still had his watch on. Oh. It was like a black plastic Casio, yeah. and the watch was actually given to Jewel Palavac during the filming of Grizzly Man. That is horrifically yeah. depressing. Mm-hmm. It was still working, and she like actually puts it on and says like she'll wear it just to always remind her of him, like. I know. I know that I could. Yeah. It it creeps me out. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah. Like, Jewel and Timmy, I think at some point, had dated. Okay. So, yeah. I think, I just can't imagine for her, like, how no. tough that was. Um, And she was friends with Amy, I think, as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and I guess there was also the ribcage that had been being consumed. Yeah. That when, Willie Fulton saw. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and as for Amy, I believe that what was found of her, this comes from what I read in the National Park report of remains recovered. What was found of her inside the cache was the lower portion of an arm, hand attached, but it okay. didn't say which arm. No. Um, yeah. Uh, 12 inches of spine. Ooh. Amy's skull minus her scalp. Ooh. A small piece of scalp with 12 inches of hair attached to it. Various pieces of just like flesh and bone fragments. And then this makes me feel weird. It's just one of those weird things that kind of makes you just feel like really chill. Her birth control device. Oh, like yeah. an IED. Yeah. They said it was like a circular, like circle of plastic. Oh, okay. So when there's like no like a ring yeah, or something. ring or something. Yeah. Oh. It's like, it's so just, it, that makes me feel really weird yeah. for some reason. But That's even, so personal. Even less of her than mm. um Yeah, was less found. of her, weirdly, yeah. So they must have almost killed him, ripped him apart, and then like gone back and actually consumed her. Yeah. Mostly, yeah. And then gone, and then gone yeah. back from him. God. Yeah. But what kept everyone from utter despair was at least the knowledge that a grizzly bear attack, especially from a bear this size, would be over within seconds. Yeah. And so everyone could at least comfort themselves that Timmy and Amy's suffering would have been minimal. And I know that you know more about this case than maybe some of the listeners might yeah because yeah at least that's what everyone thought i don't (laughs) think that that was the case nope during the cataloging of timmy's gear a trooper played the tape still inside timmy's video camera it's horrific yeah and the trooper whose name is chris hill initially saw just like video footage that was pretty standard for timmy it showed bears timmy near them Sorry, the dog has a bone. <laughs> and it's just really distracting. I don't want you guys to hear like a crunching noise. Um, and really inappropriate for the case. Yeah, maybe. that's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, there was regular footage, bears, Timmy near them. You yeah, know, standard shebang. Yeah. But as the video footage ended, as Chris went to turn the tape off, the audio kept going oh. for approximately six minutes and 21 seconds of horrifying audio with the lens cap apparently still on thank god yeah capturing what was the attack on timmy and amy so yeah take a second and then we're gonna go into that so if what you've listened to already is too much again again just please feel free to duck the fuck out right now yeah because we wish we could yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah we are now going to go on to what was on that audio tape and it is so far from the what painless ordeal happened. yeah yeah audio time stamped as beginning at 1 53 p.m on sunday the 5th of october just after lunch yep or just before, just before lunch, I guess. Yeah. Food, but yeah. And literally, like, maybe less than two hours after Timmy had radioed Jewel. Um, yeah. 
the majority of the attack was captured because on this six, nearly six and a half minutes, it's not even the full duration, sadly, of the attack. Uh, Amongst the sound of rain on the canvas of the tent, Timmy can be heard outside shouting and he calls Amy to come out and help him, screaming that he's, quote, being killed out here. (sighs) Yeah. Don't know how you would stay in the tent, don't know how you would leave the tent. No, that's the, yeah. How would you do either option is absolutely mortifying. Yeah. Uh, You can hear the crunching of bones and more screaming as you hear the tent being unzipped by Amy and she goes outside and starts shouting for Timmy to play dead. Um, The audio reveals that this didn't work though at some point the bear seems to drop timmy maybe believing he is dead but which is apparently quite common in a bear attack as amy tries to go and help him and i guess timmy started moving again it came back and you've got amy that obviously is not dead yep um so again the bear takes hold of him And Timmy screams for Amy to get a frying pan to try and hit the bear and fend it off. I sadly don't think that would have helped with what it took to take it down. No, Amy does this, not when you think it took 11 bullets. Yeah. Amy does try and get a frying pan. And you can hear her, like, hitting the bear on its head. And just, again, she's scared of bears. It is mauling Timmy to death. And a frying pan is like, you are inches away from something. That's like a close quarters weapon. I, I just, and you'd think, you'd be thinking like, when it, if it drops him, what's going to stop it instantly grabbing me? mm. How she stayed there and did that. Yeah. Just run. Mm hmm. Um, so yeah, the frying pan does not make the bear release its grip. And Amy's and Timmy's screams intermingle with the crunching and tearing of the bear. Who also apparently, and this is even worse, stays ominously quiet throughout all of this. You can hear some low growls and like huffing and grunting. And just like relentless rain coming down constantly. But nothing else from the bear Oh. And just, yeah. That's just, yeah, mm-hmm. creepy. Timmy tries to shout for Amy to leave him. Oh. Yeah, but she doesn't. And instead we hear Timmy's shouts ultimately get further, uh, his shouts get further away from the video camera as he was presumably dragged into the brush. Yeah. And Amy's screaming goes on and on, raising in pitch with panic before the audio tape ran out and stopped recording. Yeah. So, yeah. That, I... it The tape has never been released, will never be released. The only copy of it is um, owned by Jewel, and she has said she will never release it. Thank God. Yeah. No one needs to no. hear that. Like, the only reason to listen to that is for morbid curiosity, yeah. and that shouldn't mm-hmm. be what comes out of their no. death. In Grizzly Man, she actually lets Werner Herzog, the director, listen to it. Oh, wow. And he's, like, practically in tears. And he just turns around and says, like, you must 
like not only must you never release this you need to just destroy it yeah because it's gonna be like because she's never listened to it but he's like it's gonna be like someone gets hold yeah it's and he said to her like it's gonna be the elephant in the room for her like the rest of her life if she holds on to it i can't imagine having that in your possession like it would be just like burning a hole in my like house yeah i think you'd always be aware of it wouldn't you mm. there would always be that <clears throat> yeah do you listen to it yeah do you, like, is what you're imagining worse yeah. than what is actually there is yeah at least if you destroy it you, you can't. just can't yeah yeah and there, like you said there's no fear of it getting leaked somehow or stolen or if you, what happens to it when you yeah that's on. true yeah oh but yeah um so yeah the recording cuts off before amy's death so and that is yeah nearly six and a half minutes so contrary to the prior belief a timmy and amy's a few yeah. seconds yeah their deaths had not been mercifully quick they had been protracted painful and terrifying and amy who feared bears had been left to try to fight the bear off after seeing timmy get slaughtered in front of her just i can't no there's no words that's like, it's just i don't know what comment to make because there, there's no words it's for so it. beyond horror yeah i like if you try like i'm sorry no horror film come close to that no god like the revenant with leonardo dicaprio like that oh, does not yeah. come close no. even still <laughs> but yeah now moving on to the bear i've heard other people saying that the bear who was estimated to be about 28 years old okay. was starving and in 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 ill health due to broken teeth and so saying that must have contributed to its aggression if it had broken teeth would it really have been chomping down on the mm. it did have broken canines okay on i think one side okay but yeah the national park service report states that this large male bear quote appeared to be in reasonable condition for an old bear with no obvious signs of injury abundant mesenteric fat that's not starving no four centimeters of rump fat and worn teeth with broken canines and yeah they regarded it as being in quite good condition for its age and the time of year so yeah the bear wasn't like struggling to survive in the way that other people have kind of spun no. it it wasn't starving like this was its only chance to to stay alive no it sounded like it had a good healthy layer of fat for hibernation <clears throat> yeah exactly the bear that is generally believed to have ended amy and tim's lives i say generally for a reason it comes up uh had a lip tattoo from being tagged some years before okay i was really <laughs> it's just like a how does a bear get a lip tattoo punk bear <laughs> it really is like a demon bear with like death metal yeah. and stuff <laughs> but yeah it was tagged with the number 141 okay <clears throat> and surely they've got a record of what bear that is well i mean just outside of knowing that they did tag it i guess you don't I suppose it'd be listed probably as bear yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) um and this bear is likely one that timmy had named oli oh so he did know it yeah it was new to him but he had named it and filmed near it okay in the week 
weeks leading up to his attack. Oh. Yeah. Um, so around the time when, yeah, there were all those new yeah. bears coming. I say weeks. It might have been days. Yeah. I'm not sure of exactly how close to the attack it was. But it was directly before. Um, and <sighs> this bear, Timmy had stated to his video camera, was potentially dangerous. Due to the scarcity of food and its age, meaning it might find it harder to compete with younger bears. And he actually said that it would be important not to show weakness in its presence. And that if anyone let their guard down around it, even him, it might attack. And he literally says, could Timothy Treadwell end up like being killed and eaten by Oli? I've seen that footage where he says that and it's Mm -hmm. horrible. Yep. And he literally says that, yes, he believes that if he let his guard down, he would end up down his gullet. Yeah. And this was literally, like, days before the attack. But it's still, you watch <clears> it, and it's still... He's not saying it like he's worried about it or anything no. like that, is he? He's saying it almost he's, proudly. Yeah, he's saying he's it like the he... The one that's there, and yeah. the one that's able to deal with mm, being That's the thing. Despair. He had full conviction in his own ability. Yeah. He believed that he knew how to stay safe. Yes, he could end up, <clears throat> if he misplayed it, eaten by a bear. Yeah. But that would never happen. Exactly. he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Definitely how he comes across in that, that mm. clip that I've seen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just that foreshadowing of his own death, like, days before, made me feel really weird yeah. again. Um, but was it only... The National Park Service conclude in their report that this was the case. They state that despite his good condition, he still needed to bulk up further for the winter okay. uh, because there had been like poor berry crops that year. So yeah, and the salmon issue. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The salmon had run dry. And, and they said that the attack was born out of opportunity rather than intent. Okay. But they also said... Well, they didn't offer any explanation for why the bear would have turned on humans. They said it was inconclusive. Yeah, and why it didn't have that fear yeah. that all the other bears seemed mm-hmm. to be. But yeah, they were adamant it was a crime, crime, a, a kill of opportunity. Yeah. And that there was no reason to be concerned about, like, abnormal bear behaviour in Katmai. Okay. Um, and they said the second smaller bear was simply in the wrong place at the wrong time. I accept that for the second smaller bear. Yeah. But. Especially if you think it can smell meat yeah. and, yeah. Exactly. But I'm, I'm not so sure. No. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> Mike Lipinski. Yeah. He believes otherwise, though. He thinks due to the bear's size... Like, even with its broken teeth. Yeah. That a drawn-out attack just didn't make sense. So he believes that the smaller bear was actually the killer. And perhaps the smaller bear had been chased away from the food sources by bigger, more dominant bears. And had then been startled whilst in an agitated state already by, like, Timmy trying to approach it or something. Okay. And that the bear then attacked, but wasn't obviously very efficient at killing the pair. And then once they were dead, the large red bear had chased the smaller one off to claim the now available food. Okay. I I get what he's saying about, like, a bear that size, surely it's not going to take that long killing. A bear that size with that age. Yeah. But then if it's got 
damaged canine teeth perhaps it is taking it exactly yeah horrifying yeah horrifyingly maybe that's why it took longer and it actually wasn't managing to maul him effectively effectively but yeah yeah, that that just meant the attack was drawn out yeah but yeah i i don't know yeah i guess this is never going to be clarified both bears are sadly dead the second bear was eaten before they could do a necropsy on that one yeah so they don't know if it had human remains in its stomach and they don't know whether another bear had done it and been chased off and they never found it true that's a good point yeah i suppose with the aggression and the lack of fear from the larger bear yeah it's it's i think it was that one yeah um but i don't know i think either way in my opinion i think timmy's luck just kind of ran out yeah and amy ended up kind of embroiled in his dangerous lifestyle with him like in a way where they both kind of fed off each other's um kind of love for that lifestyle and love for what they were doing and it was just an ill-fated accident that was inevitable one day yeah um yeah he couldn't have kept on getting away with what he was doing and upping the ante yeah exactly yeah and i think timmy is often dismissed as a fool and a dreamer and like kind of regarded as an idealistic hippy dippy surfer from california with no business pissing about in the alaskan wilderness like a lot of people think he just got what he deserved I just think his story is tragic. Yeah, his childhood and that—that's the thing. Just heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. I feel so strongly against that view. Yeah, I don't think he was an idiot, and I don't believe that Amy was like an easily led schmuck. Like Timmy right. survived in Alaska for thirteen years, and that is no easy feat, whichever way you spin That's it. That's not just luck. Or no, bumbling your way. exactly like even if you take the bears out of the equation he survived for months at a time in the wilderness in a tent yeah and i respect that and i respect the kind of yearning for nature and solitude and solace that he and amy both experienced um i can understand wanting to cut loose from human society which can be so confusing and demanding and uh, feel very unnatural at times like animals are so much less complicated than people and yeah as i've mentioned there's a definite pull from the sort of wild and nature that i wish i could follow in myself sometimes i guess for me it's just that sort of the difficulties that he's faced in his life and the constantly trying to sort of escape from it and run Mm. from it and find his peace and his happiness and yeah make life better and what he wants for himself mm-hmm. and sort of always battling against his struggles that he's had exactly so i can relate to that and it's absolutely horrible yeah for him. i know yeah and I, to kind of sum up i suppose i wrote that i do have like a certain envy for timmy and amy's lives like before their deaths yeah they were cut short like so tragically but equally like what lives yeah like they packed more living i think into their like two short years than most people who live to like a hundred will experience and i think we have to admire the conviction and strength that it takes to follow your dreams 
Like, yeah, just because it ended tragically doesn't take away from what they did do. Yeah, exactly. And, like, I think through it all, I see such a, like, gentle soul in Timmy from what I've read about him and seen of him. And, like, I kind of feel like, why is the idealism treated like something to scoff at anyway? Like, I get it to a point. Maybe Timmy and, by extension, Amy didn't do as much for the bears conservation-wise as they thought they were doing. They they did cause some harm, unfortunately. But they stood up for their beliefs, and they came from the right place. And I don't know, I kind of feel like how many people truly have that conviction and strength to stand up for what they believe in and fight for it. It's better than just doing nothing, or nowadays, like, what they could have done which is stick a bear themed border around their facebook yeah exactly yeah like at least they're out actually or were out actually doing it yeah something that they believed in exactly and they were misguided but they believed it was yeah for the best so yeah i think right or wrong delusional or not i think their lives are worth celebrating for what they did and what they believed and yeah, they shouldn't just be seen as that couple who got eaten by a bear. Yeah. And that was my final word on it. <laughs> so. It's really interesting. And just, I don't know, as I say, like, it's just so tragic. And you, like, I think we can both relate to them in such similar but also different ways to each other. Mm. Yeah. I guess it seems like you don't have so much of that wish to, like, just go into nature and kind of <laughs> disappear that no. I really feel <laughs> a lot of the time. But I can, oh. as you say, completely empathise with him and his sort of struggles that he's faced. Mm. It's just... Yeah, but I think... Yeah, he I wanted seems to... like such an amazing, strong, passionate person. Mm-hmm. He really was. And to turn his life around from what it was to what he did end up doing mm. is... I think we've both said it before, like, sometimes you can have a need for control or certain personality traits that, like, with the eating and stuff like that, that we channel into a lot more healthy things, like with the exercise and the fitness and the healthy eating and stuff. But it's still the same personality trait that's fueling that, and I think he's done exactly the same with his, sort of how he was and channeling it then into nature and the bears. and Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I just, I thought it was a really, really important, interesting case to cover. And it's not a murder, but it, I think it still fits into what oh, we are yeah. as a podcast. I don't, yeah, I wouldn't ever want to have to narrow our box of what we do to just being murders. No. So, or attempted murders, because there's some survivor stories I want to do. But yeah. I think definitely sometimes stepping slightly outside of that box is a good thing. Mm. So I think if people have enjoyed this, there might be more kind of tales of this sort of thing coming from me. <laughs> so, yeah. um, just let us know. Yeah. And I guess we're just going to go home and cuddle our dogs and cry now. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh. Um, cool. Well, yeah. Have well, a good week, guys. I'm sorry this was a really long episode. <laughs> um, you've done really well if you've made it to the end. Yes. <laughs> and we will catch you next week. Great. Right, bye. bye.
Ah, you've been listening to The, the Weird, Weird Sisters. Sisters. <laughs> Thanks for giving us a listen. Um, hopefully you're enjoying it and will give us a like, a share and yeah. Yeah, a review, tell your friends. Tell please, your... please, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything to help us out. Um, and if you do want to get in contact with us, you can reach us at the Weird Sisters Podcast at gmail.com. That is weird with a Y, as we have said before. W Y R D. Why, you ask? We don't know. <laughs> you should, because you are English masters. Yes. Um, <laughs> you can also get us at Facebook, which is at the Weird Sisters Podcast. Again, W Y R D. <laughs> and Instagram as well, which is surprisingly the Weird Sisters Podcast. W-Y-R-D also. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, we would love to hear from you. Any sort of suggestions, comments, just want to chat, we're yeah. here for you. Awesome. Hope to hear from you soon, guys. Yeah. Bye. Bye.